This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaron.com. Today is June 20th, 2017. It's been a while. I think it's been like two months since we did our last podcast, but we back. We starting to get back into the groove of things. This is the first podcast. Um, this is a random rambling of randomness since we haven't done a podcast in a while. Just, I got Calhoun with me. What's up, Calhoun? Well, it's been a long time. I got to get my sea legs back under me. <laughs> we haven't been in this position in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Like I say, been about two months, but... While we've been gone, we're just going to do some a random rambling of randomness. And for those who don't know, we normally do random ramblings of randomness about stuff that's outside of sports. So it's normally like gentleman exploits or things that guys talk about outside of sports in the barbershop. But this time we're going to kind of keep it sports related and just stuff that's been going on while we've been gone. We're just going to throw out a couple of subjects, give a couple of thoughts on it and move on to the next thing. Is that, is that all right with you, big homie? Let's get it in. I was... Yeah, a whole bunch of munchkins around here. Let's go. It's about time. Yeah, let's do a quick shot. Let's get it. Yeah, real quickly. So I think the first thing that, you know, one of the first things that's been on everybody's mind or just recently happened was that Golden State won the championship. And I want to know, like, one, give your thoughts on that. And then, two, we're going to talk about the dominoes that that lays down in the NBA in general. My thoughts was that when it's playing. I mean, did you think anybody else was going to win this year? Once they signed Durant, I thought they was going back anyway. But once they signed Durant, I knew they was going to win it. So the two teams that you thought was going to be in it was in it. And it went like you thought it would go. I actually thought they were going to get swept. <clears throat> well, I mean, it took – so not to go too much into, like, the actual games, but it took a superhero – a superhero shooting game from Cleveland just to make it a series. But, I, you know, like you said – the big issue is that the two teams you thought were going to go went with very little resistance, right? So they went, Golden State almost went 16 and 0. They went 15 and 1. Cleveland probably went, what, 14 and 2 or 12, or 12 and 2 or whatever. So they had very little resistance. Is this a problem for the NBA going forward? Well, if you think about it, uh, that's what someone was mentioning. In times past, there's always been dominant teams. The 80s was full of just bird and magic. And they went to have a way. went to the whole decade. The Lakers and the, and the Celtics and the bad boys in the last two. The 90s was the Bulls. Uh, then it was the Lakers and the Spurs. I mean, it's always been a dominating team. The problem, I think, this year was the playoffs was not worth watching at all. Yeah, like, so, it was just trash game after trash game after trash game. So, that, I mean, to your point, there's always been a dominant team, but they've always had an obstacle. Or some team that can at least give them a punch before they wind up getting to the next round. So, like, with Boston, the Hawks took them to seven games, what, two times? Then Detroit rose up. You know, then they had Jack Sickleman in the books. They played them really well. Lakers had Houston with um, Ralph Sampson that time. So, these teams always had teams to beat before they got to each other. And it seems like that's what eat the Bulls with the Knicks, the Pacers. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's what the Lakers had the Spurs they had to go through in Utah at the beginning of their run. So it seems like 
it seems like that that's what's missing. So, like, I think if Cleveland and Golden State made it to the finals, nobody is complaining. But if they, I think that people would be more satisfied if they had a little more floor play, floor play to get to six. If somebody took them to six or seven or made it a series, you know what I'm saying? They literally had. They swept Indiana. They beat Boston in five and, you know, Golden State or whatever. So, if they could have did a little more, I think that would have t- gave people more more of more of a something to stick sick their teeth into instead of just sweet winning five games, sweet winning five games, whatever. But yeah, so I just think the NBA needs I think that this is a bigger problem for the NBA. And they asked Commissioner about it. And, you know, he was, you know, trying to put a positive spin on it. Is this a big is this a real problem for the NBA or is it the flip side, it's always good to have two bad, two super great teams because people just gonna gravitate towards those two teams. So why you not necessarily losing fans? You're just shifting fans from every team to basically two teams. So I want—I don't ever think it's good just for two teams. Now you're gonna always have the bandwagoners, and I don't respect them as fans. And I'm not the only one who don't. This is bad for the league. Because there's no sense in supporting or going to your team or trying to watch them or none of that stuff. There's still 30 other teams. There's still 30 teams in the league. And so they want those markets to get support. So how much support are you going to get from Minnesota? Or how much support are you going to get in Charlotte, even here in Atlanta, or even in Miami? Nobody's going to keep supporting a loser or someone who doesn't even have a shot at winning. They're not even competitive. Like, you knew the Bulls was going to win but the Knicks made it look like they was not going to win. The Knicks gave you what they had. And it's just not worth watching. You going to be a Washington fan? What John Wall and Bradley Beal going to do for you? What Boston going to do? It doesn't matter. None of that stuff even matters. Until LeBron is out the lead, it don't matter on the East. And he's not going to the West. And as long as KD is with Golden State, they're winning. I don't care who they bring. So why is it even worth watching? It takes out the allure of sports. There is no any game, every game matters, or this could be our year. It's not going to be your year. Yeah, so it's almost like wrestling. I think I heard somebody compare compare what's going on in the NBA to wrestling. So, you know, wrestling, the result is already planned, but the, the thought is to give you a show to the right. result. And so it's, and wrestling is always meant to set you up for the next thing. So, like, that's why if you see people fight and then you be like, don't why they why the horsemen went from hating the road wars to hating the rock and roll express? Well, because they had already they already probably got six months of scripts playing. But the goal is to make you entertained to get to the next point. Exactly. And so that's kind of what the NBA is right now. Exactly. It's not even worth watching. I didn't watch a lot of it. Well, and that's for different reasons. Of course, after those bummer man's Falcons let me down. My sports uh, interest went down dramatically. But even if, it's just, it wasn't enthralling to me. I caught a couple of games, and it wasn't worth watching. It wasn't nothing to make you go home and be like, well, I got to catch. No. The, only, the best series is probably Boston and Washington. That wasn't worth watching. So fast, flip it around. What did you say about, we talked about what did you say about the NBA what did you say about Golden State? We'll talk about the winners. Well, they're they're dominant. They're one of the greatest teams ever put together. I don't care what team you want to bring against them. They can go toe-to-toe and not beat them. I don't see a team beating them. 
does this help or hurt anybody's reputation? Does this help Durant, Curry? Does this help or hurt anybody's reputation of long-term legacy? I didn't about to help. It hurts Durant, but he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He just solidified his reign. And it wasn't like he was on the coattail. He was the MVP. He was cold-blooded. I'll tell you who this, who this put a line on. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Because he went to a team with three other superstars and excelled. And he couldn't even do that in OKC with just one. So that's a problem. Stay right there. I- I remember me. I talked to Bebe about this maybe a year or two ago. I said Russell Westbrook is the problem. Before Durant left, I said Russell Westbrook is the problem, and you can look and tell because yeah. So Durant is a generational talent offensively, and for them to get for them not to advance further than they've advanced, and I don't even mean like beating Golden State or beating the Spurs or winning the championship, but the them. The way they get stopped with them, with Westbrook taking some horrible plays, making some horrible shots, only worried about himself was a reflection of him in general. And I think he's the MVP this year, but I don't think he he ha- he couldn't accept the role of being number two and winning. So it's almost like the white what um Billy Ho told Whistler Snipes um Sidney Dean and white man can't jump. My favorite all time movie. You rather look bad. I mean, you'd rather look good and lose than look bad and win. I think that Westbrook has a bad case of that. So, no, everyone was up. The jig has been up on Westbrook for the longest. I never liked him. Then you can gravitate towards him and appreciate his his talent, but you just don't like him. Remember, we used to have arguments about Russell Westbrook. He was the dummy that made that thing stifle. He stifled it. He suppressed the growth of it. Think of this. They had him, James Harden, and Kevin Durant on that team. And the reason why they couldn't coexist is because of how selfish. Well, James Harden is pretty selfish, too. But not really, because he went to the point, and this is his one up. Russell Westbrook plays with only himself in mind. And there's no way. He was taking, they was getting around the same amount of points. So let's say if Durant had 28 points, Russell Westbrook had 24 Durant got his 28 off of 13 shots or off of 12 shots. And Russell Westbrook got his off of 21 shots. Like, he only plays for himself. That's why he had the, the the season he had because, of course, he can have that kind of season when he's that kind of player. Yeah. Everyone always say LeBron can have a triple-double he wants to. No, he can't because LeBron not a selfish. Russell Westbrook is a very selfish and reckless player, and they will not go far with him. At the helm, and no one else can go along with him. No one in Golden State took a back seat. Well, maybe Clay Thompson took a bit of a back seat, but everyone could coexist. Kevin Durant's not a selfish star, so everyone can coexist and get there, and he'll fit in just fine. Nobody can fit in with Russell Westbrook. What did it say about LeBron and the Cavs? But you know they don't have enough. Nobody's gonna have enough for what they're doing unless they get a. Unless they construct another super team. Unless they get a Jimmy Butler or Paul George. Or Anthony Davis. Unless you're getting something like that, nobody's going to compete with them. It don't matter who you are. But that's the thing. You got, and I think if it's five of the top players, three of them on one team. Can't have that. So I don't think it should be any rules set to where you can't. Because, I mean, essentially you would have to make it where they can't decide where they want to go in free agency. So that wouldn't be right. 
but they're going to have to come up with something. And you got to see what, what kind of talent you get. Because these kids coming out of college is trash for the most part. There's no, you know, there's no, there hasn't been too many kids coming out that was like, whoa, that, that cat there is serious. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's an excellent segue to my next random round. Um, I think Double R and myself are going to do a podcast about this later on this week. But LeVar Ball, or Lonzo Ball, the Lonzo, the Ball combo, Lonzo and LeVar. Don't know. Lonzo is, eh, okay. Probably, okay player. Could be a good pro player, maybe three or four-time all-star if he hit his peak. But his dad has been stealing the show. And I think his dad has gotten some fair press and some unfair press. But we've been following him and we've been talking about him. Like I said, we're going to probably just do an entire podcast about him, them, and just the whole father sports culture in general. But real quickly, what are your thoughts on, on them and that? I wasn't a big fan of him. I'm a fan of him as far as a black man is concerned. He does his job. He bags his kids up. You know, he loves his kids, it seems. And it seemed like he went from defending his children and putting the spotlight on them to being all about the spotlight himself. It sound like one of them coons off of Fox, but that's what it seemed like to me. He's he's a walking reality show now, and so and he spent so much on his kid. The kid can't have no kind of bad game. I don't know how good this kid's gonna be. I've only seen one him play once, and that's when they lost that Fox kid. And when I looked at that game, he wasn't the first or second best player on the court. So I don't know. That man have just been one Fox game. kicked his ass that game. Fox kicked his ass for sixty straight, forty straight. However long the game is, Fox beat his ass. He worked them. It wasn't even no. It wasn't even a doubt. It wasn't even a debate of who did what. And then his teammate was the other, the second best player on the court. The other cat shooting them threes. Yeah. So I I don't know what he is. Does he have talent? I'm sure he has some talent. But what his dad is putting on him is a mo. He's putting him on light. He's better than Jordan, and he's doing all this type of stuff. Like he's really shooting his mouth off way too much. The only thing I like is how he put that 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 chick in her place when he went on that show. That's the only thing I like because she tried to play the victim card and he shut that up. That's it. And they take too many shots at him as a parent and all that type of stuff. But he literally, he's, a, he's turned into an attention whore. That's what he's turned into to me. It went from, but you love it. And I see a lot of dads love it. Yeah, that's what, so Double R is a dad. He had three boys. And so that's probably what we're, when we talk about it, that's probably the angle we're going to come at it with. Like you got kids, you love it, I'm sure. And I'm very curious as to his thoughts on it, because like you said, he love it. Mac love it. Everybody I know who's a father loves ball. Like they, my, barber, my barber love it. The cats in the barbershop love him. I don't. It went from he's positive, he's strong, he's all that to. If you can't see this cat's out here trying to get a reality TV show, you ain't looking. Like, this isn't about his son anymore. This is all about him. And when it, ch- when it changed, when the tide changed to all about him, that's when it started to get too much. He's doing too much. He's intentional. I mean, he's just doing it. Uh, it's a turnoff. I don't like it. He's a clown. And he's doing all this for a reality show. He has an image in mind. What he's trying to do, I understand what he's trying to do. He's building this crap brand. Okay, 
that triple B stuff, I don't know. Nobody's going to buy that. So, you know, 500 shoes or something like that, that's nothing. Nobody wants to buy that Ross-looking shoe. Shoe like a castro of the being of a Marshalls. You don't want to buy that ugly shoe. But all this talking ain't doing and all this bigging up, no, I don't see it. Well, one thing I would give him credit for is that he understands how the world works in 2017. Like it or not, the loudest mouth in the room is the one who wins. Yep. And he's taking full advantage of that concept. Full advantage of it. And how do I say I think he's already won. I guess that's the best way to say it. Let's I talk. Agree. Go ahead. No, I agree. Us talking about him now. Him being on he did a press run like he was an athlete or somebody. You never see you never seen Drew Rosenhouse. You never seen cats go from station to station to station just like that. And you know the media plays it up. The day they have low the day that they're having a low or a time they're having a low kind of a low day or a slow day, they just turn the cameras on him or turn the attention to him and he give them what they need. And I, I'm sure it's each other helping each other, but, you know, he's putting a big bullseye on his son, and his son isn't good. His son hasn't shown to be good enough to bat that bullseye out. That's probably the best thing I'll say about it now. He's done this, but he got his 15 minutes of fame, and he's made it an hour. So it's time to cash in. I hope he cash in. I hope he's successful. I hope his son has a level of success, but he's vilifying his son. The son is turning to a villain because of him. You know, I didn't have any ill thoughts or nothing towards the kid. Like I said, he wasn't even on my radar. But he's painting his son out to be a basketball god. We'll see how it works out. No, we ain't got to rant about this nigga no more. <laughs> yeah, we're we going to talk more about... Double R and myself going to talk more about the balls probably in the podcast later this week. Calhoun, you may be on, but we're going to try... My balls, oh, shit. Huh? Nah, go ahead. I'm trying to keep it clean. Now, say that one more time. Say the boss can suck my ball. I don't give a shit. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, we're going to talk more about them. But one of the other things that stood out was, and me and you talked about this, was Colin Kaepernick. And I know this is something a little more personal to you and boycotting the NFL. Because we talked about this. One, we talked about boycotting the NFL just because of how the Falcons let us down. From a fan standpoint, fuck the Falcons. Let's boycott this shit. Let's well, I wasn't going to boycott the NFL. I wasn't going to support the Falcons. But I wasn't going to boycott the NFL. I was still going to watch the NFL. I'm still a fan of football. Like, after the Falcons, they ruined every sport for me. But around football time, like, now I'm ready to watch some football. But what's going on with Colin Kaepernick is a travesty. It's craziness. And it can't be ignored. There's no way you can ignore this. And if you can't give up just simply watching a Sunday sports, something that you go without most of the year anyway, I think you're pathetic. And I think you should be next. I think you should be the next Alton Sterling. I think you should be the next Fidel Philando. I think you should be the next Walter Scott. You should be next. Because when you're next, then you're going to wish somebody kneel for the National Anthems. You're going to wish somebody spoke out. You're going to wish somebody grew their hair out for you. And you wouldn't be criticizing him, talking about he was a second-rate player. Not when you had these bomb-ass crackers getting signed left and right. So let's back that up. We're gonna, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. You said it, 
you you said it best. Kaepernick has on the field he's been trending down. Like him or love him, on the field he's been trending down. Is it worth that risk to take a player who's trending down? Let me tell you something. Colin Kaepernick is a top 30 quarterback. I completely agree. But I'm just saying for the sake of argument, if I come to you, you don't own your team, you got your starting quarterback, and I say, hey, can we explore Colin Kaepernick? Because the New York Giants on on the talk about like, hey, he's never got letters as much as he did with Colin Kaepernick. Hey, we don't want him on our team. Don't go after him, blase this, blase that. Now, that could be window dressing just so he wouldn't have to take a look at him. But he said that was the most, you know, controversial player he's had to deal with. You said the Giants? Yeah. The one with the kicker that beat his wife? The one with the kicker that beat his wife. Oh, the one that talked verbally, emotionally, and physically beat his wife on multiple accounts. He, that, that guy? Yep. Okay, so he has shit to say. The owner, the owner of the team, not the kicker. The owner said. I know. I, I'm talking about the owner. The owner was the one who kept letting him come back. He didn't just get fired out this year. He's been having a problem. This is a history of violence with that kicker. What's his name? Matt something, isn't it? It's Brown. His last name was Brown. I just remember that. That he has a history. So I don't give a. I don't care what he says. He has a known. He has a person on his team who physically, verbally, emotionally mentally abuses his wife and on multiple times have been charged with this. So you want to talk about Colin Kaepernick when you got that guy running wild in your squad? You have that much, you have that kind of audacity, which is the freaking problem of what's going on right now with all of them. It's not even covered up racism. It's not, it's just blatant in your face. Racist. They went from saying this man was a vegan. Remember that? He's a vegan? That's what they're doing. He was doing this last year, and he still got his job back from Blaine Gabbert. And Blaine Gabbert when he got signed somewhere. So no, no way. This is just straight up racism. And what pisses me off even more so is it hasn't fan, it hasn't trended down. So this is the week of Philando verdict coming through where the cop got off. Less than a month ago, Terrence Crutcher, that cop, the Betty chick, she got off. A couple months ago, Alton Sterling killed it. They got off. What he protested for is still going on right now. And instead of being the owner you should be, the humanitarian that you should be, the same ones that pander and raise their flags for the gays, the same ones that do less lean with it with the females, the same ones that do breast cancer month with the females, with the women and the women rights, the same ones that do all that. You mean to tell me that you look down that field and see majority black and you feel nothing as far as any kind of injustices is going on? You just keep on moving. You don't stand out. You have a player that's standing out. You don't support him in any kind of way, any fashion. You don't sign Colin Kaepernick and then come out and do a press conference on it on why you signed Colin Kaepernick. It's literally, it's literally still going on. You can see it just happened. You see it with the Terrence Crusher, that cop just got off. Philando, his cop just got off. Well, Alton Sterling, both of those cops just got off. This is all within a two-month span. So everything he was protesting for is still going on. And here, everyone sitting here with their racist, bigoted, prejudiced pieces of shit and they want to make him out to be the villain. 
is unreal, it's mind-boggling. And for all of us, anybody of color that can sit idly by and let this happen, I don't respect you. And you next. I hope you next. Because when it happens to you, then that's when you're going to have your empathy. That's when you're going to have your sympathy. That's when you're going to do all those things. That's when you're going to be ready for it. That's when you're going to want to support it. But until then, you're going to sit where you are, and you're going to watch, and you're going to go, and you're going to patron this ain't shit racist agenda, this bullshit that's going on. If you're not a part of the agenda, you have to tap dance to what they say you have to tap dance to. So everyone can talk about gay rights, and everyone can talk about women's rights, but we can't talk about black lives. We can talk about gay rights being important. We can talk about women's rights. We can't say black lives matter without someone saying all lives matter or blue lives matter. This man protested that. This psycho cop shot this man seven times in front of a little girl and his girlfriend. Killed him. What kind of damage is that going to do? And he got off scot-free. And as an owner, you wouldn't want to come and be the trailblazer that it would take to do that because you can see your fans going to still support but we can sit here and we can make jokes and Ben Mike Vicks for some dogs but you want to stand with a guy who has a real cause and then you see what he's been doing all off season from Haiti to Somalia to Flint to all the things that he's, been, he's become a real activist here against all odds so what the NFL doing to Colin Kaepernick is despicable to me. And giving up a Sunday, a Thursday, and a Saturday and Monday will be easy work for me. What owners does the players have in this? They are pussies, and how could you respect them? The WNBA players took more of a stance than they did. Like the only person who said something was Michael Bennett. That's it. Well, no, the cat from uh, the cat from Philly did too. I think it was Malcolm Jenkins. But yeah, Malcolm Jenkins. Are trash. Right. Yeah. The players are some cowards. The players are some pussies. The players are some bitches. And this is why they're in the position they're in. They're some real hoes. How could you respect them? He's fighting for you. It's black men getting killed. It's you, idiot. Can nobody? Don't nobody know who half y'all are. You wear, you wear a helmet. Nobody knows who you are. You still get harassed. If you haven't, if you don't get harassed, you got to harassed. So I don't respect respect them. They, they're part of the problem. They're the reason why it's going on. How did you not stand with him, ladies? The WNBA players still them. Even when the Minnesota cops, isn't that something? Even when they turned their back on them. And said, we're not going to defend. Look at that. They stood in the face of, op- of oppression and opposition, and they held their own. Meanwhile, as hundreds of thousands years, or tens of thousands years, they don't get paid that much. Meanwhile, here comes this idiot running down the field, and he don't want to. Here comes Julio Jones, or Antonio Brown, huh? Brandon Marshall, Freeman. Look at this. Z. Z. Gallen. These are all black. Dak Prescott. And not even your white counterparts either. Not even your Tom Brady's. Not even none of them. Not even your Eli Manning's. Nobody. Not even your Drew Brees. Drew Brees are those who spoke out against 
who try to be neutral and smoke out against Kaepernick. I mean, none of your white counterparts help, and none of these niggas help. There are no crackers, none of these niggas, none of these females. Nothing. Nobody. Oh, no. It's disgusting. How could you support him? I don't give a fuck about him. So you saying you're going to boycott the NFL? Sure. But Colin Kaepernick is not signed to Sean Boycott. I agree with it. I mean, college is my love anyway, so me losing the NFL ain't as much of a sacrifice as it is for you because you love the NFL. So. I only watch the NFL. I only watch college. I don't want to be issue. Anything else you want to ramble about? No, what you got? That's it for me. Those are the three things that kind of stood out to me. I mean, if you want to say something about McGregor and Mayweather. Did that even want to mention it? Yeah, if you, if you, if you let Floyd get you on this nonsense, you deserve it. You don't have to support Floyd Mayweather and nothing else he does. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather is a hoax. I don't even give a damn about watching that fight, let alone paying for it and going to see it. What do you, what do you think about it? I mean, it's, so they're, they're, they're settling on maybe, right? So maybe he can knock Floyd out. He's been good and everything, so maybe he can. And, you know, it's it's a shame. It's a slap in the face of boxing. This is like a circus. This is like back in the day when they used to like, come watch the man fight the tiger and shit like that. This is a slap in the face of boxing. A once proud sport. But boxing is to blame for this also. They've been bullshitting so long and playing around so long. They're partly to blame for this shit. So. They're not partly to blame. They're all the way to blame for this. So, yeah, so everybody getting what they deserve in this regard. But, you know, I won't be paying for it. If, somebody, if I'm somewhere and somebody be like, hey, I got a part I'm paying for it, I'll go watch. But, like, I can tell you now, I won't be spending any of my money on it. So, that's me. I don't even want to watch it. It doesn't matter real to me. For one thing, there are too many contenders in that sport for him to fight, for him to disrespect everybody, including the fans, to fight Conor McGregor. He could have fought Triple G. He could have fought... There's, there's way too many real fighters for him to do that. I don't know. I'm not watching that. I don't respect Florida Man. I don't respect Florida Man for the land fight. He fought Pacquiao on the boundary for the check. He fought... That last guy he had was a no man. That fight was just totally ridiculous. And now he's doing it again. You support this shit. You, you deserve it. Conor McGregor is not a boxer at all. This would be no different than Floyd Mayweather doing MMA. He will lose that fight. So, yeah, I'm going to watch that. This is a waste of time. My good response. And this is exactly what boxing get for, for the arrogance that he had. Enticing yourself away from the fans. Nobody watch Friday night fights. And if it wasn't for De- Deontay Wilder, I wouldn't know nothing about boxing. All right. Thank you guys for listening. This is digitaldaring.com. We got some music stuff coming up. We got some LeVar Ball stuff coming up. And we got some other stuff coming up. We're going to have to feel the time since it don't look like we'll be looking at NFL. Actually, let's change that. We might do something that every week somebody who does look at the NFL explain the, what happened that week to me. To us, and we'll make predictions and thoughts based on that. Thank you guys for listening. This has been digitaldaring.com. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.